So I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you're a human being, it probably has. If you've had um, a loved one or a friend or a significant other family member who's in a rut and they're feeling depressed or they're feeling hopeless, and as you talk to them about it, you start to feel the energy leaving your own body, right? So instead of cheering them up like you intended to, you find yourself falling into the same black hole that they're stuck in. It's like there's a contagious emotion. And even if you heroically try to make both of you feel good, instead, by the end of the interaction, you both feel worse. It's pretty common. Unfortunately, it's a downside of being empathic and compassionate. And to be sure, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be those things. Those are essential qualities for any relationship being healthy and for any individual. And even in the specific of the example of the contagious emotion, I've been on both sides of it for sure. I felt myself getting sucked into other people's negative stuff, but I've also been in such negative states myself that I could see others getting discouraged from trying to help me. Now, in those cases, I did my best to quarantine myself. You can't always do that. But in the cases where I tried to help people, I've always had a harder time setting those boundaries. And I think a lot of people do. After all, you don't want to appear unsympathetic or uncaring, but the fact is you can't really care for someone unless you're feeling healthy. You can't save someone from drowning if they pull you down in the water too. right? They're not trying to do it. It's just a reflex. It's just the state of things. But you need to protect yourself against it. right? So similarly... You need to protect yourself against contagious emotions, especially if you want to help the person. Now, that doesn't mean becoming cold and distant, although unfortunately that's what a lot of people resort to. It just means being able to tell which emotions are yours and which aren't, and being willing to keep your own emotional health as a priority. Otherwise, you can get stunned and thrown off balance just because someone else is having a bad day, and then that bad day becomes your bad day. And so this kind of healthy boundary setting is a big part of training your mind to be both strong and flexible. That's how you keep yourself moving in the right direction without becoming so rigid you'll eventually break. Now, how to get there and how to evoke that, like it's nice to have little bits of advice, you know, that, that maybe make sense and sound good. But of course, the real question is, how do you get there uh, from here? How do you develop yourself into the kind of person who can be strong and flexible in those situations and not just tell yourself you should, right? Because it's a reflex that we often get stuck into. So as far as the, the how and the how to go about that, that's, in my mind, what the mental training is all about. And I go into it in a lot more detail in my Mental Toughness Manifesto. And if you want to check that out and see if it speaks to you, 
You can get a free copy at bionicmindmethod.com. You can get it in the free Bionic Mind Method app, both a PDF and an audiobook and a whole bunch of other cool stuff as well is in there for free. So if you want to check that out, bionicmindmethod.com.